0: Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis, and on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And I hope you guys are enjoying this series we have called Back to the Basics, where we're just basically talking about the vows and like what does that mean. And today, we're going to talk about for richer or for poorer. Yeah, Horror is hard to say. Cor-er. Horror. Horror. Uh, and this is a big one. We alluded to a lot of this last week. If you haven't listened to that one, we talk about um, for better for worse, but we do share. Kind of one of our like regrets because we are doing these cards at the end of the remaining episodes in this series it comes from this game if you're watching online you can see it it's called let's get deep it's a card game for couples and the questions some of them are like funny but yeah, some, some of them are really serious really And so her. we don't know what we're going to ask each other we have just the deck and we just pick the top of the deck and so wait till the very end to hear that and, uh, we're excited. So super yeah.
1: excited. Thank you for, uh, to Kenny and Heidi, two of our marriage mediators who've actually been on the podcast. They have yes, a great story. They're
0: Awesome. I don't think their episodes come out yet though. So well, stay, stay tuned. tuned for that. It's a
1: really good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a really good one. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, fun gift for richer or for poorer. We've been poor. Funny little clip. You can look, <laughs> look it up on YouTube. When Shaquille O'Neal got married, and they oh, said and for richer like, yeah. for poorer. He changed the vow and said for richer or for richer. He and, did.
0: I remember I saw that.
1: And you know, in his case, it has been for richer or for richer. He's a very savvy businessman. Sometimes and, that
0: happens. You know, I mean, hey, I like hope so. For half you guys. a half
1: a billion dollars. So go Shaq. <laughs> but most of us <laughs> are just kind of in a different situation financially. Yeah. And there are gonna be seasons where it's leaner. And yeah. um, we've we've certainly been there. I mean, we have had a lot of financial struggle. Um, especially early on where we were young and very broke. young very, and,
0: and had one income for a long time too. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: honestly the first, um, it, really over the first decade, but so, specifically Definitely. the first decade of our marriage, it was constant financial struggle because, you know, we had young kids, we had one income while we were having those, those, those young kids, the one income we had wasn't, wasn't huge. We just had to stretch every dollar, get as creative as we could, we learned to be resourceful. We learned to be scrappy, but we also made a lot of mistakes. You know, we got into credit card debt early on. We talked about that last episode. Um, And we just, um, we were just trying to keep our heads above water. And, you know, little by little, we've learned financial principles that have really helped. We're not financial experts by any means, um, but we've gotten out of debt with with the exception of our mortgage. We still have a mortgage, but uh, we don't have car payments. We don't have credit card debt. We don't have student loan payments. And there's such a freedom. I'm telling yeah. you guys, and our cars are old. Don't picture a bunch of Ferraris in the <laughs> in the driveway.
0: Like we said last week. Yeah,
1: we've got some old cars that still still but run still by run. the grace of God. Yes, and I'm telling you, the only thing better than a new car smell is a paid off car smell. It is. So my car smells. It doesn't know,
0: smell bad. Well, we take care it of smells our cars. Like we do.
1: Febreze and old stains, but um, <laughs> hey, it smells like freedom to me.
0: It smells like freedom. And, you know, we, you know, we, we've alluded kind of to how we had a lot of debt in the beginning of our marriage, because I was still, I mean, just to, for those of you who do not know, I was still in school when we got married, like Dave graduated one weekend, he's two years ahead of me. Right. And then we got married the next weekend. And then he started working from college, for, from not, college. not
1: high school. We're from Kentucky, yeah. but, but we didn't get married from at college. 12. It was we exactly 22 and, so- and 20.
0: That's right. And so he gets married. We get married. the next I'm sorry. He, he graduates. We get married the next weekend and he starts a job at our college. And then you were kind of an interim, uh, youth pastor. And then eventually a full, like a full-time youth pastor and then teaching pastor. And yeah. so,
1: um, and would take it, we would like take on other jobs wherever yes, we could. Like yes. I, um, you know, I Professor. got yeah. I taught part time a public speaking class. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it you know several schools in those mm-hmm. early years. It didn't pay a lot, but it paid something, and yeah. I was able to to do that part time to supplement our income. Ashley, even when she was at home with little ones, would get really resourceful, and she would she would like buy things at Goodwill and resell, resell. them on, on eBay. Mm-hmm. I called her my eBay because she was just so resourceful. She, you that know? was really
0: big back then, too.
1: Yeah, but there's—I mean, I
0: think it's still—you can do that now.
1: Yeah, well, now I mean, you've yeah, got there's even more a options. Lot of, yeah, you've got you know Etsy, Facebook Marketplace. You, you've got a million yeah. ways to sell. You know, sell things, um, but it's just about being scrappy sometimes yes. and resourceful. And it's like, what what do we excuse me, what do we have that we could sell? Mm-hmm. What what skills do we have or opportunities do we have to um, maybe pick up some extra income? And let's be willing to do that because, you know, we live, you know, here, here we are in the United States. I know it's not like this everywhere in the world, but there's so much opportunity. Every time I talk to an immigrant mm-hmm. who comes here, every time I get into like an Uber or a Lyft, and, and usually my driver is somebody who works another job.
0: Oh, definitely. And yeah.
1: very often, like they're from another country, English isn't even their first language. And here they are learning a new language, um, taking on work, and then working in their free time to just continue to help provide for their family. And it inspires me, guys. It, it absolutely inspiring. inspires me and challenges me to think, you know what? I, I have no right to complain because. Just by the blessing of having been born in a place where there's so much opportunity, um, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to thrive, but it means we've got so many more opportunities than yeah. throughout history around the world other people have had. Mm-hmm. And and we should make the most of that, now, not to be workaholics, not to just, just try to get as much money as we can, but to know that we never have to live in in scarcity, wondering like, if we're going to eat or not. I think that right. between the uh you know the the social services that are available, the the church charities that are available like at our church where there's food banks mm-hmm. and then just the opportunities to earn income in creative ways that all of us if we're willing to learn the principles, God's principles of of managing money, realizing that we don't own it, we manage it. All everything in the world belongs to God and we're just temporary stewards of it. But if we learn his principles He can trust this with more, not so we can raise our standard of living, but so we can raise our standard of giving and we Mm -hmm. can help others. We can provide for our families and we cannot have the stress that comes from scarcity.
0: I totally agree. And you know, when it comes to managing money, well, because it's all God's anyway, we have to remember that like God has given me what he's given me and I am a steward of this. Like I'm, uh, you know, together we are managers of what he's given us. And, and so it, it really is, it's a, it has, you know, different facets to it. And so there is the making more money facet where like try to make as much as you can so that you cannot have scarcity, so that you can give more and not worry about money. Enough that you don't have to worry about it. But There's also that other end of it where it's like, where can you save money? Like, where is there spending that's out of control where it's um, whether it's on your food or on your clothes or, you know, what are we overspending on? And I I want to just share a few tips. So like, especially in the lean years, but even till today, because, you know, we haven't changed the way we do just because we do have some more money because we're both we've both been full time employees for a while now. But it's like, you know, how do we still keep on storing this money well and saving money? I really am a huge fan of consignment when it comes to clothes. Like one of my favorite stores is Uptown Cheapskate and it's all around the United States. Um, I love it. And basically, if you don't know what Uptown Cheapskate is or what consignment is, you know, basically most of these places that are consignment stores is you can you can bring your gently used clothing, you know, that's still in style bring it there. And you can say like, here, I want, I'm willing to sell these or trade these. And so like, what I do is I do this regularly, probably every two months I do this. I go through my closet. If I have not worn something in a year, I don't need it because clearly I I just didn't even think about it for a year. And so I will put it in the bag. I'll go through Dave's too he could care less what I put in that bag. <laughs> I honestly. don't care. And uh, people um, always
1: ask me, Hey, where'd you get that shirt? Or like, I don't even know. I like, I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> Ashley got it for me or uh, mom my mom or my mom or, or Mary, my, <laughs> my mother-in-law who they, they all have great fashion sense. They and do. those three ladies keep me dressed. They I don't, do. I'm, I'm thankful for all you, you
0: really don't love shopping. And so he's glad. So we go through the closets, kind of keep everything organized and also not just, you know, not having a lot of extra. And basically I take it to Uptown cheapskate. They go through it and they say, Hey, this is what we want. And what they don't want. I say, can you just donate it? Because I don't clearly don't need it. And so they'll donate it to a local charity. And then basically they give you either cash if you want cash or they'll give you the trade-in value, which is higher. And so like just recently I went through our closet, I took some things in there and, uh, they took, I want to say it was like a hundred bucks worth. And I was able to get like some jeans, a sh- several shirts and like a blazer and maybe se- uh, some shoes. And like, I even got earrings and I still have money on my tab there. Like, yeah. so I didn't spend any money and like most of my clothes. Like if you've ever come to an EXO conference, nearly most of the time, I'm wearing probably a Goodwill or consignment outfit, okay, and um, and I love it because not only do I do this, and I and not that I'm against buying new, I will like I will yeah, go to Target, you, I'll get something new, or I'll go. You to got the money, to something you
1: want. We're not saying you got to. Oh my gosh, no, you got to do it a certain way.
0: We did Stitch Fix recently, love yeah, it. A new
1: new sponsor of the podcast. Stitch I love Fix. it. Yes, you know, use the you know promo code uh, Naked, and mm-hmm. it, it's a great thing. They they take the guesswork for you. It One is. thing I was looking up, I wasn't trying to be rude looking at my phone a minute no, ago if you're watching right online. Me. I was looking at a specific promo code for you guys because we um, we were using something called Rocket Money, yes. which is a sponsor of the podcast now. It's and awesome. Rocket Money right looks at your whole financial picture. Uh, it, it makes it so easy. It helps you with budgeting. But I, for me, the most practical thing they do is they identify all of the recurring payments that you have. And see if you want to cancel any of them. And what they found is most people, including us, had recurring payments, recurring subscriptions from this free trial you signed up for, and you gave them your credit card, and you didn't cancel it. You've been paying five bucks a month ever since for something you're not using, um, and and we've saved hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars by just having them cancel stuff. So if you want to go to RocketMoney.com/naked, um, they have a you know a special just for listeners of this yeah. podcast. We've used it. We like it, it's it's user friendly.
0: And yes. it helps
1: you stop money from flying out the window. And mm-hmm. all of us have money that's just flying out the window. And like Ashley said earlier, just finding ways to not to not spend money you don't need to spend yeah. is a big part of it. It's not always just making more. It's sometimes figuring out how to how to just save more, stop the flow. Right. And you can do it without even changing your quality of life because a lot of this stuff Mm-hmm. you're paying for stuff you're not even using. So rocketmoney.com slash naked. Check that out.
0: I'm telling you, I love it because one of my other favorite things about rocket money is like, they will show you where are you spending the most and they'll give you suggestions yeah. and on sometimes how to it's save. Convicting.
1: It's like, it's oh very gosh, convicting. we're spending that much on food.
0: It's very convicting. And we, this has always been a struggle. Like I remember when the kids um, were young and even before we had, like, I've always enjoyed eating out. My family would budget so that we could eat out. Like my mom would find the deals in town. We go to like these steakhouses where we could share certain meals and like then bring home the bread and the butter and like certain little freebies that came with it. Like I, we were always on a budget, but they would find ways to eat out. So I was very accustomed to eating out. And I remember we realized really quickly, which which I learned way too much. Love
1: my, my wife through that. Cause I'll eat home at like every day for lunch. Well, you enjoy
0: that. Of like
1: probably $3 a day. I Probably. spend on lunch based on like the the groceries that that took. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm looking at, you know, what my, my love is, is buying for less food. You go to like Panera, you'll, you'll drop 20 bucks. I'll, I'll spend no. 20 bucks for lunch at Panera and leave hungry. And, and yet there's a line I'm like, how is this a thing? How is this That's a, in
0: Georgia too? I bet oh it's more gosh. expensive. Than the I, I just don't get it. Now but, I stopped Panera because I did feel like, I mean, no, no cut. To no, cut yeah.
1: Your soup's great. It's just not worth $15. No, it's and, just too much money, but. Anyway, so.
0: No, I'll tell you what I do. I
1: I enjoy eating at home because I feel like I'm winning when I eat at home. Yes. Um, But for for Ashley, I love serving her in this way because for her, it is, I don't know, she enjoys it. She like deeply enjoys being able to get out of the house, Mm -hmm. get something. And so like we just kind of budget to say, you know what, it's fine. And so something we talk about a lot on here is don't try to ever shame your spouse for having needs that are different than yours because- they they're not you and you're not them and that's okay. And they're going to want things you don't care about. And you're going to want things they don't care about. And so try as best you can to let them have that within reason. Ashley loves to eat out more than I do.
0: Yes. And, I mean, I tried, I've tried, he's taught and, me to and do so it like,
1: <laughs> I don't, this is the most I've said about it anywhere. Just, just for the sake of conversation, <laughs> I just don't say, anything. I'm like, I want you to be able to go do that. I want you. Um, yeah. That's important to you. You enjoy it. It helps you be at your best. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier, and junk is sometimes more convenient, and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive.
0: That's right. Thrive
1: Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways.
0: And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30 percent off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30 percent off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked.
1: And and she's very, very, she's the most resourceful person I know. She is not frivolous at all. I mean she's. Uh, she's just really not, but that's something she enjoys. And I want, it's a, it's a pleasure to me to help her enjoy that. You know, I, you know, I'll spend money on other things. It's not as much eating out. I still spend too much eating out, but it's not as much on that. It might be something else. And she's cool with that. Like, no, you know, you go and do that. That's something you enjoy. That's important to you. You go and do that. And so try to budget where both of you can get what you need. Yeah, There are going to be times when both of you have to have to say no to your own desires because there's just simply not enough right. money there and being content um, even even when you don't have as much as you'd like to have but saying you know what I'm thankful for what we have I'm thankful to we're gonna choose to live within our means we're not gonna um, we're, we're not we're not gonna let like greed or envy or, or trying to pressure each other to to, to do whatever. We're not going to let that creep in and steal our joy uh, because your your marriage is more valuable than anything you could buy. And your peace so is true. more valuable than anything you could buy.
0: It's so true. And I want to say this, like I, like in the beginning of our marriage, just on the eating out, we, we would, again, we barely had any money, but we would like take, we were in youth ministry. We'd go out with the youth to Applebee's, like one night a week or whatever. And we'd budget for that, but we did eat in a lot because we just frankly didn't have money. Like I remember yeah. making sandwiches during the day. If, if, you know, I was still in school, but I, and so I, but I wasn't on the meal plan anymore. So I would just come home and I would eat, you know, in between classes. And I remember too, when I had my first job, I would bring my lunch most of the time. I think once a week I would go out, but then where I really got in the habit of eating out where I was like, I was like, sweetie, I need this, is when we had our first child, we had agreed to be a one-income home because we wanted, you you know, we both had stay-at-home moms and we really, we highly value that, both of us. And we wanted me to be able to do that. And so we knew that we were having to cut some things, but I really, like for my own mental health, needed to get out with a yeah, baby totally. I
1: totally and, see that.
0: and meeting with my mom, when I was living, you know, in Kentucky meeting with my mom and, um, friends there was really important to me. And then once we moved to Georgia, even that was how I made friends was like getting with mom groups and then going to yeah, lunch. No, it's, or, it's worth you know. it.
1: The relational aspect yes. is always worth it. Yeah. Um, and know, have,
0: going to a play place like at, yeah, at Chick-fil-A but, or something. But
1: it's okay, too, that a lot of times just is the introvert that you are, you yeah. need to get off by yourself and be able to sit yeah. someplace. place. Well, and nowadays, have, yeah. And, and so it's not yeah. just the social part. Sometimes no, it's, it's like not. you just need to recharge and you like to recharge at Chick-fil-A. Or I do. At, uh, well, I
0: recharged at Jimmy John's during COVID. Like I was going batty just being at the house and I needed a moment and I would, we had a drive through Jimmy John's and every day, uh, literally, five, I would say five days a week. I was like, sweetie, I've got to get out of the house and I would listen to a podcast for an hour and I would go get a Jimmy John's sandwich and then I'd be good because we were, you know, we had to homeschool the kids briefly because everybody did because of COVID. And I am very introverted. And Dave was so sweet to not make me feel guilty about that. Wow. And so wow. with all that said, I think that when it comes to marriage, because this is, you know, it's, it's about the, you know, for richer, for poorer in marriage the bottom line is we're going to all go through different seasons of this. Like, you know, we might start out really wealthy and then have a season where, the money is not there, or maybe we start out very poor. And then all of a sudden we have money. And we what I've seen with this sometimes is it's not always better having more money. Like sometimes no, more it, money is more problems. Like these rappers knew what they were talking about. Like more money, more problems. More, more, sometimes, more, more, money yeah. more problems, but it's like, you know, because then it's like, you have different ideas of what you're supposed to do with that money. Sometimes, you know, one's more of a saver. One's more of a spender. Maybe you're both spenders or you're both savers. And it feels just, you know, it, the main thing is it's communication. It's getting on the same page. I'm of the firm belief that there usually is a primary person. Like right now, it's day for us that is the primary person over the money. But I know what's coming in and going out. Like you mentioned Rocket Money. Um, Even before Rocket Money, we had apps where we would both see everything coming in, everything going out. We talk about our taxes. We talk like we're both at that appointment. It's not like I'm blind to it. Right.
1: It needs to be both of you. Exactly. Even if one's the primary, which just makes it easier. Which we understand. Yeah. But make these decisions together. You guys are a team. Everything you have is both of yours. The debt is both of your debt. The resources are both of your resources. Mm -hmm. When you start thinking mine, yours, his, hers, you're thinking like divorced people and not married people. And so, yeah, just don't let any amount of money, little or small, come between you and your spouse. All right. As promised. Let's get Deeper. deep. We're into these episodes with one question, one conversation starter. From let's get deep. You asked first last time, so I'll ask oh, this one. This is
0: sweet.
1: What are you extremely opinionated about? Oh, uh, let me just say, all no, kinds of things. She <laughs> has strong opinions about many things. She has what I refer to as her list.
0: But I'm very easygoing. I very. Feel easy. like...
1: She's super chill. Yeah. But there is a list, and it's consider... ever growing. And I'm making it my life mission to be an expert on the list, so I can stay off of it. But there are certain things you talk
0: about recently <laughs>
1: that just annoy her, and she feels passionately about them. And and, and they're
0: not even important things. No, it's funny like, about it. Like lately,
1: we, she pointed out, like uh, that that whistling, men who whistle
0: like in public,
1: like just trying to everyone. whistle a tune. Whistle a tune. She is like deeply offended by. Oh, everybody's want to hear your old whistle. <laughs> You just
0: (laughs) Well, no, I just removed myself from the situation. I went over today. We were at an airport and I just needed a moment. Like we, you know, we, we keep busy pace and we're off doing things. And I love it. I love every minute of it, but every minute of it, but again, I am an introvert. Okay. And those of you who are introverts, you realize it's not about loving people. I love people and I love being with people, but it's about where you get your energy from. And sometimes you just need a moment of quiet. I would say everybody introvert or extrovert. We need a moment of quiet. And so, like, it was kind of, you know, and not that an airport's quiet, but if you have just the ambient noise, it kind of fleshes out and you can kind of have a moment. Well, oh, there's this dude just whistling away, just
1: thinking he's blessing us. Thinking he's blessing us. us Like, you're not blessing my wife. And
0: you could tell everyone around him is totally annoyed. And and he's just like, it's the the equivalent of like
1: somebody like banging their bass in their car when they Yes, I can't stand that. it's just hurting your head and your ears and them thinking like that. That people enjoy that. I, I mean, nobody I mean, they likes clearly it. enjoy it. Nobody likes it. Put put on your headphones, man, and you just take that. Enjoy it yourself. But deafening the rest of us, like yeah, to me, that is that is just that's so rude. And do
0: you not like whistling too?
1: The whistling, I just laugh. I, it's entertaining to me because I know how much you hate it. <laughs> but there's a long list of things that that you like. That I just think it's funny that she gets.
0: Only you know these she things. She gets annoyed. And I mean, I've, now you guys know you one. You know about
1: one of them, but I'm telling you, there are a hundred things like that on the list. Just little things. That you probably have done. And I'm sure done. I do
0: plenty of stuff you, that's you're so You're on annoying. her list and you don't do. even
1: know it. So I. Uh, <laughs> you're you
0: on, know. <laughs> it's not usually personal. It's just a thing that, that someone does. Right. Random thing. I mean, it really is. It's yeah. It's very random, but. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't take baths, for instance. In part because,
0: honey, our boys take baths. Oh, well, I know, they did. Now they're shower people. But
1: like men who take baths,
0: I don't see. I love a bath. Like that's she what's loves weird. a bath,
1: but she thinks men who take baths—that's like I a really huge, don't.
0: You think I think that? It's
1: true. You know it it's is true. is not
0: true. If you need a bath, like no. one time you were sick, and I was like, "Will you take a bath?" And you are like, "You are never looking at me the same again." And I was like, "That's not true." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he thinks that's one that I would disagree with. I okay. do not believe that. Whistling, please just go do it by yourself. Men playing video you know? games yeah see grown like 45 year old men if you're not playing with a kid or your friends
1: even if you're playing with your friends if you're just think, getting
0: away from your family all the time playing video yeah. games it just is concerning to
1: me i think it's more i bet there's it's like
0: well it's not what you, you don't do it though so it's not like i have i'm just saying yeah, we all our have our kids ourselves. are gamers like i'm sorry i'm, ta- I'm, like, I'm not anti-game. hijacked
1: your uh your answer your,
0: mine's really sweet mine is oh. what does happy mean to you
1: being with my sweetie happy mean to being me? with my sweetie oh i just love
0: and not whistling
1: and not whistling <laughs> and staying off your list.
0: You're never on my list. I mean my my bad list. You're always on my. You're number one on my.
1: You know what's on my list?
0: My happy list.
1: Your kiss, your kiss is, is on my, my list,
0: list because <laughs> your kiss. Okay. All right. Number eighties cheesiness,
1: guys. We appreciate you so much. I uh, hope you're enjoying this this series. We're getting back to the basics. So join us next week as we'll do the next marriage vow together. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll see you then.